You're listening to the Tuesday Review. I'm Nathan, as always, joined by Callum and James in the studio. How are you going, guys? Yeah, all right. Very good. Uh, this week, we have Skinnamarink to talk about. I think I yeah, said that right. That's right. Yep. Skinnamarink. 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 Yeah, you got no, it right. Don't say that three don't times. Don't say it three times. Where have the doors gone? <laughs> as, uh, we'll say a somewhat divisive so, horror movie on yeah, Shutter right now. This this movie is getting mad buzz online. Like, yeah. people are going nuts for it. It's having a cultural moment. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could call it viral. It's going viral. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very low budget, very experimental, very weird. Yeah, I think it costs 15 grand to make. Yeah. Costs 15 grand. The they direct- didn't pay the kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, it depends whose kids it was. If it was like a f- friend of the family or whatever. Just lock, just like, lock them in with the, with the thing. <laughs> with and, the monster. Yeah. have to pay them. <laughs> it's a documentary. It's yeah. not a... Yeah. But anyway, this... This movie, Skin and Rink, it was made by a Canadian guy, Kyle Edward Ball, who he made like a he made like horror horror videos on uh, like little short horror movies on yeah. YouTube, and he got like a viral following there, and like people started commenting like nightmares they had, and then he would translate those into little short films, like horror short films, and his YouTube page kind of blew up. Um. And then one of his short films called Heck, which is basically a proof of concept for Skinnamarink. Yeah, like um, half an hour, I think. Yeah, it's like yeah. a half an hour short. And then, yeah, he kind of turned that into a feature-length film. And, yeah, it's like costs about 15 grand to make. And they shot it at the house he grew up in, his his like parents' house. And it's very, very weird and experimental and it's just like Grungy. lots of long, yeah, long shots of like the corner of the ceiling and it's very grainy and the sound is very tinny and... It's like when I talk to, when I describe it to people, I'm like, imagine like the filthiest movie and it's, you found it at the tip and you translated that to it. Basically, you put it in, yeah. You converted it from VHS and to it's, a, a video file. I think the reason it's gotten such a... Big buzz and like I mean, are we talking about buzz or static? But I think noise has re- got noise. Yeah, the reason <laughs> hiss, lots of VHS hiss. It's got lots the, and lots and lots of noise. Yeah, the reason I think it's got that big kind of viral hit following and you know online following is because of the whole analog horror yeah. craze. It's also kind Which, of it's also kind of a dangerous film as well. That's that's one way I describe not it. Dangerous, but it's it's strange and it's it's, it's unlike uncom- it's uncompromising. Yeah, it's unlike any conventional yeah. horror movie, mainstream horror movie. Yeah, I think because analog horror is really big online now. Um, you know, it's all like found footage, VHS, yeah, grainy, liminal yeah. spaces, the back rooms we talked about yeah. once, like. Uh, there's this kind of really big, especially among Gen Zers, they really latch on to this idea of like this forgotten analog technology <laughs> that's kind of grungy and hiss, uh, staticky, like we were just talking about. Yeah. Um, and so I think this Skinnamarink feeds on that. Um, and yeah, it, it, came, it, it got like a festival release at the end of last year. Um, and the it leaked online, and so people went. People got to see it early when it was like not. It wasn't supposed to be seen, and then the buzz started. And then yeah. this year, it got a very limited release. You know, limited release around 
North America. I got like one screening, I think, here in Melbourne. Typical. It's like one, but like it's that kind of movie though. It's that yeah. kind of. It's like a, almost like a midnight movie where it's like yeah. people start talking about it and like have Word you seen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like have you seen Skin and Rink? It's so weird. It's so disturbing. Yeah, I found and out it about it because online someone online was like, "You have to check this movie out if you can see it." Yeah, it made my skin crawl. Was what he said. Yeah, and it's got this huge word of mouth around it um and then just recently it was released on shutter the horror movie streaming service so now it's blown up even more because everyone's heard about it and wanting being wanting to see yeah, it it's accessible and now it's accessible um so yeah i mean it's it's a weird movie it's a hard movie to talk about because it is so experimental and unconventional yeah. it, it doesn't have a typical story or characters in the way a normal movie does um yeah it's like it, we it's it's you can't even you can talk about it spoilers because like it won't spoil anything because like the yeah. whole point of the movie is like the atmosphere and the yeah. vibes well it's really interesting right but i will say we will we'll try to be a bit careful Okay, yeah, we'll try to be but careful. But if we need to, we can time timestamp it maybe and say yeah. skip ahead if you yeah. really don't want to, you know. Um, Not that there's all that much plot to worry about. That's what I'm well, saying no. is you can't really spoil so, this movie, but also I had I have an I want to be considerate of people yeah, who yeah. haven't seen it. I have an interesting question for you. Yes, and this is very mild spoilers. Just very mild. Mm. At the very start of the film, uh, what's the young boy's name? Kevin. Kevin. He falls down the stairs and he hits his head. Oh, yeah, you're going straight into it. Yeah, no, no, no. no. So that's just like, that happens right at the very start of the yeah, film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like, the events that follow, do you think they're in Kevin's head? Like, as, as a kind of concussed I think there's different interpretations, which yeah. I'm not sure if we should go in now or at the end. Probably okay. at the end. Um, there's definitely some stuff going on. There's definitely. Yeah, because I've seen all different... This is what one of the makes this movie so great is, I mean, you know, like... Lots whether, of theories. Whether you like it or not, this is the film that people have taken and torn apart to try and find yeah. hidden meanings, trying to find themes and messages in it. Yeah. Um, which I think the, the director must be loving. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, um, I so think yeah. He, he, has, he knows what the film's about, but he hasn't outright said it. And, and then there's all these theories about what it's about because it is so enigmatic and weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I definitely think there's one, the stairs thing, which is, that's, I think very clear is not the right word because nothing's clear. It's, in it's, a, it's obvious <laughs> enough. Yeah. yeah. But then there's other stuff that I, there's, there's some yeah. theories that I think are more true than others. But anyway, I will say I liked it a lot. I want to get yeah, that out of the way. So it's, it's a weird movie because it's, it'll, it's a very polarizing movie. Yeah. I think it's a love it or hate it kind of movie. Yeah. Um, well, I, got my, I forced my dad to watch it. I held a gun to his head and I'm like, oh. you got to watch Skin and Marine. What um, did he think? That's weird. He didn't like it. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, he put up with it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it was done. And I said to my dad, I'm like, you know, you get to this, you never have to watch it again. Yeah. And then uh, when he finished, he's like, so, yeah, I don't have to watch it again. So, I mean. <laughs> I also it, thought it was terribly boring. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to describe <laughs> and it's so hard to discuss. But basically, so th the synopsis is two children wake up in the middle of the night to find their father is missing yeah. and all the windows and doors in their home have vanished. Yeah, their house becomes a kind of liminal space. Yeah, of and it's very... And, like, you can read that and go, oh, okay, they made a horror movie out of that. But the way the story is told, the way the movie is made... It's a bit different. It's... 
again, I'll use that word experimental, throw it yeah. out there. It's so like it's so grainy, it's hard lo-fi, to see. Yeah, yeah very low fi you know, VHS, you know, eight millimeter film, whatever. It's very but but to an extreme. Yeah. And it's yeah. very dark, very shadowy. And it's all told from like very weird camera angles of like, yeah. you know, the corner of the room or the corner of the ceiling or just like, you know, a chair leg or whatever. And it just holds on these things. Yeah. And you never really see the kids. You see their legs kind of walking along the bottom of the frame yeah. or you'll see the back of their head. Yeah. But usually like all the, there's very little dialogue and the dialogue that is there is all off screen. Like you don't never yeah, see the kids. Subtitled though, yeah. And some of it's subtitled, some of it's not. And it's all very tinny and hard to hear. Um, and that just adds to the nightmarish to, yeah. so feeling what I, of the movie, which I think is what it's trying to achieve. Like his, like the director's short films, it's a visual, audio-visual representation of what it's like to be a kid having a nightmare. Yeah. Well, one, so one thing I thought was really interesting about the film is I was watching it and there's a scene where the camera is just like looking at a hallway. Yeah. That's and every the, scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. And I, I can't argue with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but the... the Actually, we, we kind of got off track. Callum and I liked it. Nathan didn't. Yeah. And I think that's a good thing because it is a very polarizing <laughs> yeah. movie because to say, yeah, to say it's boring, like I can't blame you. Yeah. Uh, but Personally, I was, I was like, holy yeah. crap, this is kind of awesome. Yeah, so the, the, the hallway scene, when this I found it really interesting to watch because the way that the grain and the video even kind of warps sometimes makes it look like the the hallway was breathing when I was watching it. Yeah. I was like, because the grain adds a lot of... It adds a lot of... um, What's the word I'm looking for? Unintended kind yeah. of horror architecture because, to it. Like, in a, in a conventional horror... All conventional horror movies are dark and shadowy because the dark is scary because you don't know what's hiding in there. Yeah. So, even a normal conventional horror movie, when there's a shadowy corner, your brain starts to fill that in. Yeah. Oh, there's I see a face. There's a guy. The killer yeah. is hiding there. The monster is there. That's everywhere whether, with the yeah, grain. Whether there it's not. Whether, there, where, whether it's there or not. Yeah. In Skinnamarink, because the whole movie is so dark and so grainy, yeah, the whole movie is just like it's like a trip. It's like a blind, it's, your it's, mind it's playing tricks on you. It's like a psychedelic horror trip. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're you're looking into the grain, trying to see de- like little details. Yeah, and, and I could have sworn I yeah, saw something. I was like, your mind but, invents these little things. Like, oh, is that the enemy? Yeah. Is is it this? Yeah. what's going on here? And then when there definitely is something, it is so hard to distinguish yeah. that you're kind of squinting and being like yeah okay that definitely is something it's not just my yeah. mind that time one of the things i think this movie is great at is uh you were saying before that it's like this is a visual representation of what it's like to have a nightmare as a yeah. child i was reading online you know people's reactions because after i finished the film mm. i was like i have to read i have to take a minute to read about this how, mm. how do other people feel yeah um and some guy was saying that when he was watching it in the cinema um, there was like a whole bunch of people, you know, watching it. and a lot of people didn't know what they were getting into <laughs> with this film, like, cause it was attached as a trailer to some movies. And so one of the ways it advertises itself was, uh, oh, I should say maybe the company advertised it hmm. was, um, Poltergeist if David Lynch directed it, which is a very misleading, yeah, uh, very misleading, uh, tagline. Yeah. So a whole bunch of people ended up 
seeing this film in the cinemas, mm. a whole bunch of people just left. Yeah, right? obviously. Oh, this um, every almost every discussion I've seen about this movie, having every discussion of someone who has seen it in the cinema has said at least a few people left. Yeah. So anyway, after the film, uh, there was a bunch of people there. And some guy was, like, crying. And he's like, yeah. I haven't felt that way since I was a kid. Because he's like, most we're I so used to horror films, right? It's like, oh, okay, there's Freddy. Whoops. There's Freddy. There's Jason, whatever. We're used to the typical jump scares, this yeah. and that. But some there was, a, so like I said, that gentleman crying in the, in the audience after the film. And he was like, it made me feel like when I was a kid and my there's, parents left me home alone. Yeah. And I never knew it was, a, you know, you could swear there was something in the house. And yeah. I've it's seen that more fear, that primal terror it brought out. Yeah, of people. I've seen more than one comment from someone saying like, "This is exactly what it's like," you know, from from me as a kid like, when I had night terrors yeah, or whatever. Primal terror. Yeah. Like, God, if 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 you're prone to that type of thing, this movie gets under your skin. Yeah. Which is what it aims to achieve. It's not just a horror film. It's a. It's, it's a, a. It's like it's almost like a mood piece. Yeah, exactly. It's a vibe. It's yes. Yeah, yeah. It's all vibes. Like this movie is so. It's all atmosphere. I think the best way to see it would be in a cinema because you kind of just track. Yeah. and it's dark and, and it's on the big screen it's yeah in it's the dark. fine it's kind of loud and you can't really i think that's that would be the best way to see it because even at home even if you watch it at in the dark yeah. like i did all in one sitting like i did you still got this sense of you're at home yeah. and you can pause you're, it's it still a safe place and, yeah. yeah well i one, think the cinema would be a great my only concern is with how grain heavy it is do you think it will just blow out and to me you can't like you wouldn't be able to see as much. No, I think it would probably see more because it's so big. Yeah, I and suppose. also the, the and it's the not quality. like the movie was shot at low quality. No, it the, was the then, file it was quality, shot at normal yeah. quality, and then filth have and filtered. The, yeah, over. The, the file quality would um, adjust for you know. Yeah. No, the the uh, the the one gigabyte file I obtained is probably not as good as the. Uh, <laughs> yeah. as well, no, the, to be fair, the I watched the cinema version. <laughs> I watched it on Shutter. Yeah, and it still looks. Yeah, it was, it was still you know, um, probably the same amount of detail. Well, as I mean, look, I, yeah, I, yeah, I mean, much like James was saying, one of the one of the people who was talking about it said that the thing with this film, the reason people don't seem to like it, is because you have to be willing to to meet it halfway. So you have to you have to understand what it is first. It's an experimental movie first. You can't go in there expecting you know the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Even if, if, if you've you also, seen the trailer, it's kind of misleading yeah. almost. Yeah. But then you have to also, like you said, you have to watch it in the dark. You have to watch it alone, and you have to pr- apparently, preferably, watch it with headphones yeah. as opposed to uh, like you know I watched it for my TV, which was fine for me. Yeah. But apparently, like if you lend yourself to the experience you're more likely to get a lot out of it. Yeah, it's definitely um, all about it, it, um, it, surrounding yourself with the atmosphere. Yeah. And like being, that's why I said like seeing at the cinema would be great because it's like this inescapable feeling of dread and you're trapped in the house with the kids. Yeah. There's no way out. Yeah. And like um, a lot of, like Nathan was watching it and I came downstairs and he's like half an hour in and he's like, this is boring. Does anything happen or whatever? Yeah. And I was like, at, at half an hour in, uh, there was for the first 25 minutes or so I was kind of like okay whatever I'll see yeah. where this goes but then from about half an hour to specifically 42 minutes mm. I was like the, there was the look set- under the bed scene no no the 42 minute scene I had to Which pause it that? the look under the, the bed scene the one had some great the look tension. under the bed yeah. scene is as much as genuinely bored, no, terrifying yeah, so as, as much as I, I got, was bored the look under the bed yeah. scene was was top so yeah. I got to that scene and then by the for, so the film was really successful with me in the sense that it built up the tension as it went like it's supposed to because mm. like I said I I met I met the movie halfway yeah um I get to the forty two minute scene with the the bed scene where the the uh, Kaylee yeah that's as uh, she goes system. into the bedroom 
I had to take a, I had to pause it. I had to take a, I had to take a breather because I was like, I thought I was, I thought I was oh, going to have I a, I know what you mean. No, yeah. I was going to have a heart attack. I had to yeah, stop it and then mean? come back as a stronger man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, like, you know, like I, I love watching horror movies, right? But like, yeah. like I said, it's, this film isn't traditional horror. I mean, it I is in, at parts, but yeah. like the tension it builds because the horror movies don't always have tension. Sometimes they just tell you a jump scare. You'll yeah. see a serial killer for a moment or a horror monster. Yeah. But this film is all about that tension and the getting under your skin. Yeah. So when the when the horrific moments happen, it's that much worse because you're already tensed up and you haven't had that relief of a jump scare. There's only like, there's about like three jump hour. scares in the movie. Yeah. And a lot of I've seen, I've seen a lot of people saying, "Oh, they're cheap and unearned." I didn't, you know, as someone who doesn't really like jump scares, I didn't mind them. And there's only three. Yeah. yeah. And you're expecting more. And so the whole movie, you're tensed up. Yeah. And the, there are parts of the movie that are genuinely kind of upsetting. Yeah. Um, and you never get the relief. Uh, no. Oftentimes, you don't get the relief no. of the jump scare that, you, that yeah. you're expecting. Yeah. Um, I think we should, we should actually say that even people who like it, um, and I think Callum, you'd agree, and and I'd definitely say as well, it could be twenty minutes shorter. Uh, actually, that's one of the things it's I an said hour to. And 40 minutes. I can't remember if I said that exact thing to Nathan or my dad. I was like, the only thing I would change, yeah. is there is a little bit of fat on it. Yeah, um, there's twenty two. There's twenty minutes too much of just looking at Lego. We can cut that down. <laughs> yeah. There is a lot of shots of Lego. <laughs> yeah. Just cut the Lego down a little yeah. bit. <laughs> That's true. There is, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think 20 minutes is also the number I gave. I was like, I think if, yeah. if you cut 20 minutes out, it's a leaner film. I think because... Can, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, this kind of experimental weird movie lends itself to a short film. Yeah. And the fact that the director, like blew it out to uh, an hour and 40 minutes. Yeah. Could it have been feels, 80 minutes. Yeah. I think it's an, it's a good 80 minute film. Um, you know, some people would argue that's even that's too long that, you know, uh, the original short film yeah. heck, if you watch, you can go on YouTube. The director's YouTube is bite sized nightmares. <laughs> if you go there and watch heck, if you hate it, then you know not to watch Skinner Marine because it's an hour and yeah. forty minute version of that, yeah, but yeah, grainier yeah. and weirder. and Heck ha- um, Heck has more of a structure to it apparently as well. Yeah, um, where this one that, is more that's free the thing. Form. This one has, I think, this one could maybe maybe twenty minutes less and maybe a bit more structure. Yeah, so apparently Heck uh, divides it into nights. Yeah, uh, which bit, I like that idea. Yeah, uh, Skinner Marine doesn't, but apparently it takes place of like five nights or something. Well, it, um, it, but it doesn't tell it you. It doesn't never tells you, and yeah. so yeah, I think, and because you never really get a sense of the who the kids are, or you know, you never really see and them. There's no windows, uh, so you can't see outside. Yeah, it's all and, uh, yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no time. Yeah, so which again lends to the nightmare kind of thing. Yeah, it lends to the nightmarish aspect of it because if you're trapped in a house in a nightmare, it's, it's like, like a lack of orientation. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, in a conventional movie, you kind of get a sense of where things are, even if the movie's dark and scary, you get a sense of, okay, the hallway goes this way, and then when you turn, you go to the bedroom. This movie, the geography of the house is pretty much un... Uncharted, Un- yeah, un- yeah, uncharted, yeah. It doesn't <laughs> and show there's a, you. Like, like same with time, right? Like usually in movies, you have an idea of the pacing of the film, so you know, you yeah. know the the structure of the timeline. You know, you know this character has been doing this thing for ten minutes or whatever. Hmm. With this film, you're stuck in a. It feels like they're stuck in a kind of a loop. Which I mean, Dave Verrill might be. Yeah, but, I think there is hints that it is a time loop. 
Um, but like because you never see outside, you never see any indicators of time progressing. Mm. It's just this one nightmarish thing that feels long, but you don't know which, how long they've been experiencing it for. Which adds to that dreamlike yeah. uh, quality of which you know I just said film. it would it would pay me benefit from having that structure of like the nights or whatever. But yeah. also that the fact that it doesn't lends to the nightmarish aspect of like oh, these kids are trapped in this house for all eternity. Yeah, And yeah. that's terrifying kind of thing. Um, one of the things this film does really well is, like, because the budget was so small, I guess they obviously they didn't commission their own um, artwork or for the cartoons on the television. So yeah, the, they're just royalty-free. The, the kids have a TV set that they watch, I guess, to provide some small amount of comfort yeah. as they're being terrorized by this demonic presence in, yeah. in the house, which, which we should say up front, like, that's the plot of the movie. Well, there is, is something else in the house with them, but yeah. we don't really know what it yeah. is, and it's never explained or really shown. No, but it's like a kind of, like, vague demonic presence. Is yeah, malevolent, malevolent entity. Yeah, uh, lower astral entity. <laughs> um but yeah, it, it plays these royalty-free cartoons, which are really interesting, like old-style kind of Mickey Mouse kind of aesthetically. Yeah, um, old like Max Fleischer style, nineteen um, thirties. And of. it uses those very effectively, very very interestingly as well. Like yeah. um, it also uses that to weave some a little it's bit also, into the narrative because the movie's so dark, and you'll just see like a shot of the corner of the room with some toys and Lego and stuff, and it'll just be lit by the flickering TV. Yeah. And you don't really, you can't really see anything. And it's kind of just that, that very specific old CRT television flickering yeah. light. Yeah. Um, on like the corner of the room or whatever. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's so hard to, to discuss. Um, well, I, I, and like we're not, yeah, we're not really doing it. I justice but it is it, that kind of movie it's that, hard that's to describe why, a movie that's all just atmosphere yeah how do you talk about atmosphere you don't really yeah. it's something you feel yeah it's just because it's like yeah you can't talk about the cinematography or the performances or anything it's just like it's all vibes it's all yeah. mood it's all yeah. look i i think it's fantastic i think you know we there's the cinema industry or movie industry is in such a state at the moment where the only movies which seem to get any traction are your typical Hollywood movies, the only horror movies that are getting any... Apart well, from... We've uh, had a few good ones we, lately. Yeah, horror movies still are mainstream and they come out to the local cinema and yeah. all that. But this is so... They're, yeah, I was going to say, though, the ones that we are getting are kind of uninspired. You know, we've got the... Um, I mean, Cocaine Bear I mean, looks interesting. Blood and Honey. I'm sorry, I'll watch no, it that, eventually. Yeah, I don't really care. But like you know, that, like Megan, I never wa- I never saw because I'm like yeah, yeah. Haunted the, Doll. We've the seen the that problem. Before. The problem with horror now is that it's all Blood and Honey aside. That's an independent <laughs> movie. Horror movies now but, are all mainly PG thirteen M well, rated. It's it's it, it, we, we've talked about it before. It's just like there's still R rated horror movies because we saw yeah. a couple recently, um, and there's still good horror movies coming out. But they're all they all the reason they they churn them out and because they're cheap to make and they make a lot of money. Yeah, and but like so there's a high hit rate. Uh, or low hit of like, there's so many out there that a lot of them are pretty blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but yeah, because since you got like the conjurings and all that, there there was a popularized and paranormal activity, I guess. Um, there was a popularized kind of mainstream PG thirteen. Uh, we didn't quite recover from that. 
Yeah, no. Um, what I'm, what I'm, what yeah, I'm, what I, mean, I mean to say, I think we've talked before. There's like no slasher movie villains anymore yeah. because what I mean to say is that it's that's what makes this film to me so refreshing. But this movie is completely not anything yeah. like any other. Yeah, horror but movie. it's as nasty as those movies in a way. Nastier, you could argue. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Is what makes this movie so great to me is the fact that it's not a cookie cutter horror film. It's it's yeah. you know the the director definitely shared his vision successfully, whether there's you like it or not. It's his film. There's it's not. It's not a studio executive movie. Yeah. It's and it's because it's so. It's so. I don't want to say DIY because that makes it sound like oh. It makes it sound ch- yeah yeah but cheap and dodgy. But it's just like because it is so low budget and they shot it you know in over seven days at the guy's childhood home and it's just like, and it's all. Yeah, it definitely feels like unique and yeah. personal. I mean, so and Nathan just said that we're like the word nasty, right? And I'm like, I said to Nathan when I watched it, I'm like, it's a nasty little film. That's 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 how I describe it to people. I'm like, you know, you might not like it, but it's I said like it's nasty because mm. like to me, the the way that it's made, there's a kind of malevolence to it. In like like I said, in and because it is so unconventional, it's deliberately withholding information yeah. and, and like deliberately. Said, there's there's like malevolence in every there's malevolence in every frame of this film. When I was watching it, I was like, you can feel the bad. They're sending bad energy my way. for the audience, maybe. No, they're sending they're sending bad. <laughs> well, energy. there is a theory that the director is the monster, and it's a yeah. whole meta thing, which is a fun theory. <laughs> there's like, and you know, they're sending negative energy your way the entire time. So people probably don't like that because we're so used to horror movies being like, oh, you there know, are no scenes of levity. Yeah, that's what no, I mean. There are no, there's no breaks. There's no, there's no corny jokes. You know what yeah. I mean? There's no... Um, the whole movie... Except for the toilet bit, which is, I guess, a little bit yeah. funny. Not funny, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but the whole atmosphere is so... Vicious. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like a cloud over your head. The whole... from You push play, and it's all this grainy and, you know... And then you the suffer hiss. until the movie ends. Yeah, and then it's just like... Yeah, you kind of tense up, and the, the end movie ends, and you're still stuck in that tense. Yeah, because it doesn't give you the pay- yeah. There's no payoff. There's no payoff. <laughs> should, there's we, no, should we dive? There's into no answer. Should we dive into spoilers so we can get a bit deeper into it, or do you want to leave it as mysterious as possible? Can we do a timestamp, Nathan, so yeah. people can skip if they want to? Twenty-eight minutes. Okay. Um. All right. So. Well. It'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess spoiler spoiler warning. Timestamp will be corrected. In yeah, post. yeah, yeah. But for now, yeah. this is what we're seeing on our raw yeah. footage. Yeah, um, yeah. So spoiler, spoiler warning, spoiler for warning, Skinner for Skinner 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 you, We can't really spoil this movie, but we're going to talk about some theories and yeah. a, specific events that happen and yeah. scene by scene plays. You know, that if you haven't seen it, and before we get into that, let's go yeah. to a very quick break. Okay. You're back on the Tuesday review talking all things Skinnamarink. Mm-hmm. I'm still saying that correctly. Yeah, that's right. Um, all right, yeah. So we'll go on to spoilers. We'll do a little bit of spoilers. And then I want to timestamp again because then I want to come back and wrap up. And if people have skipped, sco- sp- skipped spoilers, then they can yep. see the end of the conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, so spoiler warning for Skinnamarink. Uh, if you haven't seen it, probably watch some of the director's YouTube uh, stuff. Yeah. To get an idea of what you're going to be in for. Because it's an hour and 40 minute version of whatever you see on his YouTube page. Yeah. Very weird and unconventional. So and uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not going to get any semblance of conventional film. Yeah. All right. Spoiler warning. Let's get into it. So the movie starts. 
It's all grainy and dark. And what you do? You, you don't even see it. You just hear Kevin, the like Fall he's like stairs. four four year old kid. Yeah. You don't even see it. You, you hear something like a thud, 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 and you hear a kid crying. And then the movie goes on. It's like dark shots of hallways and corners of rooms. And then you hear the presumably the dad pick up the phone. You don't see any of this, and it's yeah. all very tinny, and some of it's subtitled because it's so hard to hear. Some of it's not subtitled, so you're kind of like, like straining that, to not? hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. He picks up the phone. He's like, Kevin fell down the stairs, hit his head. He's fine now. He didn't even need stitches. Um, and then the rest of the mo- and then the rest the like then Kevin wakes up. And his little sister, like uh, his older sister, Kaylee, wakes up and they're walking around the house and they can't find their dad. Yeah. Again, the movie's shot so you don't strangely. Get a, you don't get a don't, clear shot of anything. Yeah. yeah. And I'm saying this because like... We need to attach a kind of coherence to it because yeah, we're describing the story. But the movie does not present the story in this way at all. No. It'll be like the sh- like corner of the hallway and you'll see the little kid's feet walk past and... You you have to infer from that that they're yeah going you're downstairs like okay they're going downstairs and then it's just like and there's like a shot of like the corner of the couch and then you can establish now that they're yeah downstairs. and it's like okay I think they're in the living room but we can't see anything yeah. you know it, we're you know we're explaining it more than the movie does because the movie has got this nightmare logic of yeah 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 anyway so the movie goes on. Eventually, what they go downstairs. They, set they up watch a TV. Fort. They set up a little fort yeah pillow for. They play with their toys. They play with their Lego. Give themselves some comfort. Yeah, um, and this is like you know half an hour of the movie, and there's yeah. you don't get any sense of what the hell's going on. There's a few lines of dialogue from the kid. That oh, the the windows and doors disappear. Yeah. Um. Then Kaylee goes upstairs. To her parents, the toilet disappears, yeah, and they put a bucket, which is kind of funny. Um, Then they go, Kaylee goes upstairs to the parents' bedroom. Yeah, 42 minutes in. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, is that the 42? No, because it's, anyway, it doesn't matter the timestamp because there's a, yeah, it's the most upsetting horrifying moment of the movie where the dad is sitting on the other side of the bed facing away from her yeah 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 and he says look under the bed and you're i'm I'm sitting there like oh my god don't do it (laughs) and you know she i had to pause it and take a break it's like from her point of view she like looks slowly under the bed it's all dark you can't see anything she looks back up and the dad's still kind of sitting there you don't really see him and he's like look under the bed and she looks again and nothing happens and looks up again and he's gone he's gone yeah and then she turns around and then the mum is sitting on the other and and she wasn't there before Yeah. yeah We haven't seen them. We haven't seen her the whole movie. We haven't. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she's sitting on the other side of the bed. It's it was so upsetting. Yeah, it was just yeah oh, so uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's then, everyone because every, all the characters whisper. Yeah, and it's the very it, it grainy, has like it has this um, sound. I don't want to use the tinny S word, sound. but the thing that reminds me of is it's kind of like almost like a paranormal activity, like satanic kind of vibes. You know, like that's the direction yeah. they took it in with paranormal activity. It's definitely got. He's got, I mean, you know, because the found footage genre is, uh, one, it's cheap to make, but also it does have the anal- and the analog horror thing of, yeah. of like, uh, that kind of uh, grainy VHS footage or whatever. Paranormal Activity was the big kind of, um, I mean, you've got Blair Witch Project, obviously, but Paranormal Activity Took was a good example level. of another yeah. movie that was made for like 15 grand in one house. 
But that's way more conventional. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, so no, conventional no. compared to Yeah, that. yeah. This is not a found footage movie. Yeah. So the mother gets up from the bed. Yeah. And she goes, we have a guest. And then she walks into the closet. Yeah, and it's all dark. And then can't her bones anything. break and you don't see the mother again. Yeah. Oh, you, you don't even know her bones break. You just, you just hear, hear bones, cracking. You hear bones cracking. and then So you can infer something happened yeah. to her or something ate her or something took her skin I don't know or whatever you don't yeah. know and then the, and then the little girl uh, presumably leaves yeah um and then we don't <laughs> i don't think we see her again no 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 then there's the i this is the scene i thought you were talking about where um i can't remember wait now i can't remember the exact details yeah, yeah, but yeah. La- a little bit later kevin is on his own yeah and the entity says come to the basement yeah um, and so he walks down the stairs and he hears Kaylee, like, and she's very muffled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she, and you can't really hear what she's saying. And then it jump scares you and her, her mouth's been taken uh, away. Neo'd, yeah. Neo'd, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, he goes, cause they, she wanted her parents back, so I took away her yeah, mouth. Yeah. The, the entity yeah. is like, yeah. yeah. And then, and then the entity later is like, you know, I want to play. Yeah. And Kevin's like ignoring it and is just like. I want to play and it starts moving things. Yeah. And then he's like, go over to the kitchen. And he's, like, he's like, put the knife in your eye. And he like, and he, yeah, and he does. Yeah. It's, it's horrific. And again, we're explaining this, but you don't the movie doesn't show yeah. any of this. You'll it's see all like inferred. a blood stain. And, yeah. And, stuff, and you'll hear, and you know, hear him crying, crying yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, it was upsetting. Yeah. And now in between these scenes, there is just a lot of shots of like dark hallways, corners of rooms, yeah, the TV, yeah, yeah. the corner of the TV, clutch, cartoons flickering. Yeah. And like, so there's a scene, the, the most horrific scene that I think in the film is close to the end where you get a, you get a feel for just how violent the entity is mm. where, um, so earlier in the film, one of the cartoons is, uh, starts playing on repeat where it, it, yeah. it does something, then it re- rewinds it and does it again. Later in the film, this is kind of expressed again. When I believe it's Kaylee. I think um, it's Kevin. Uh, oh, Kevin. Because yeah. like, people were confused online about who this was occurring to. Yeah. Because um, like I said, nothing's shown explicitly. So you have to infer things from surrounding shots. Yeah. Which is what my people hate this film, I guess. Yeah. It's because it gives you ke- nothing. Yeah, ke- context is the surrounding shots. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's also told And the in- surrounding shots are of nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nathan's just like, I'm done. There's a, there's a scream... A monstrous like roaring, yeah. and then blood spurts, and yeah. it repeats that like six times, and it's just suffering shown on yeah. on loop. And it was like I was watching it with like my skin was crawling. I was yeah. like, "That's disgusting." So I mean, you could be inferred it, that for all we know, kids, it could be the mum. I don't know. Yeah, the kids are trapped in this time um, loop, being tortured by this entity. One of the most no inter- one knows. But one of the most interesting things, like the closest we get to world building in this film. Is when the entity says to Kevin, um, uh, I think he says, like, come upstairs or something. And so Kevin mm. goes upstairs and he has to walk on the ceiling because it's upside down. Yeah, the house kind of shifts. Yeah. And, and all like, the toys have been yeah, stuck so up on the roof. Kevin's like, I don't want wall. to. And the, the demon, we'll call him the demon, yeah. goes, I'll protect you. Don't worry. Yeah. So he walks across and he leaves the house. It's just a void. It's like a, lim- yeah, it's in limb. The house is in some sort of limbo. Yeah, which is like gives it that limb, obvious liminal space thing where we can infer that, you know, they've, they're no longer in the, the yeah. physical world. It's like they're in this, this world of the demons making, yeah. which I thought was super interesting. Cause like I said, it's the closest we get to any kind of coherent traditional well, even story. Then, we don't know. I mean, is the void, has he been taken to the void? Whatever yeah. is, does the house actually, whatever. 
Uh, we yeah, just I thought don't that was, was such an instinct shot. And yeah. Poor Kevin's like, I'm going to go back inside now. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't blame you, Kevin. And then, and then, <laughs> like, the last shot of the film is just, like, this really dark, grainy screen and this little, like, white face appears. Yeah, it was like an orangey kind of face. Yeah, so and kinda, then... Because he's asking questions to yeah, the demon. Kevin is just like, you know, what's, Who are what's you? your name? You know, and, and it, then just it just doesn't zooms in close to this, like, face in the yeah. grain. And then just says, the end. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> wait, what? And, yeah, it was just so bizarre. And yeah. so those are, like, the highlights, like, if you will, of the traditional horror elements. But I do want to say to listeners... That like we can tell you all of these interesting in- moments in the film, but ultimately you if have the whole film them, has yeah. to be experienced in one sitting. Yeah, how, you know, obviously yeah. a film like this, a film of this type, anyway, uh, to get the most out of it because it does burrow you under your see skin. It. Yeah, you have to see it to actually figure out what we're talking about when we say, "Oh, it's the atmosphere," it's, and it's, it's the- not just the violence; it's the uncomfortable nature of the film itself. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's, like it's, I said, we you can't don't talk really about see it. anything and they don't tell you anything. Like, we can't, we're Nathan's inferring. sitting there like these guys are talking out of their ass. It's a terrible <laughs> film. We are turning into those internet reviewers that jerk themselves off. <laughs> I, 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 don't th- I think we were always that, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> but we're right. <laughs> yeah, okay. Fair point. Um, but, but yeah, no, like nothing, a- nothing we can say can express it because it's something, yeah. you, it's a vibe. You have to feel it. But also, I guess we should, you know, say like like we said earlier, there is a theory that because you hear Kevin falls down the steps at the beginning, it can be inferred that he's either in a coma and this is his nightmare yeah. world, or he's dead and being taken to some sort of limbo, <laughs> to hell. purgatory, or hell. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, we don't know who the dad was talking to. I yeah. I assumed it was the mother. Me too. Yeah. Kaylee says she doesn't. Uh, when they can't find the dad, Kevin says, "Do you think he's gone with mum?" And Kaylee says, "I don't want to talk about mum." Yeah. So, so mum's dead. That's implied that she left or died or something happened. But again, yeah. movie doesn't tell you anything. Yeah. When she sees the mum for the first time, and the mum says, "You know, uh, we love your brother and you very much," and then she walks into the closet and presumably gets killed or eaten or or potentially transforms into the monster that can infer divorce between the parents the mum left the mum went crazy yeah then there's all this uh, you know could be an allegory for abuse yeah i've heard that uh, yeah so one of the one comment said that if you pay attention carefully you can see their dad carrying something and to this expert online that meant abuse or something but i didn't infer that myself I think that there's the, definitely something going on with the mum and the monster. Yeah, there's I definitely think that, a uh, juxtaposition. If I was going to connection between the kind of, if I was going to assume a kind of theme, I would say that I'm assuming that the movie is about abandonment because it's like the notion that the dad's nowhere to be seen. Right? For example, the dad was presumably the household figure. Yeah, Kaylee doesn't want to talk about mum because mum left in some capacity. Yeah, and of course, you know, the she goes into the closet, the darkness itself, and doesn't come out, symbolizing maybe to Kaylee, you know. You know where is mum? Nobody mm. knows. And also the you know the the notion of abandonment, being trapped in the house, no yeah. way to leave. Yeah. There's no parental figure around. Um, the one of the scenes, uh, one of the um, fantastic scenes in the film is when Kevin, after Kevin injures himself with the knife, he uh, manages to uh, connect to um, emergency services. Oh, I really like that bit. Yeah, and he's talking to the the guy on the other end of the phone. So we should at the start of the movie they pick up the phone and, and dial nine one one, and there's no it's disconnected, dial yeah. tone. 
Um, and then the rest of the movie happens, and then Kevin is on his own, and he stabbed himself in the eye because the entity has Asked made him, to, him yeah, or made controlled him to, yeah. him to, yeah. Um, and then, like, he hears the dull tone of the phone. Yeah. And this is the probably... The one element of hope you get. Yeah, it's, it's the point in the film where I'm like, I was just like, oh my God, he's got dull tone, he can escape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. that moment of hope you get in all horror movies before they eventually rip yeah. it away from you. Um, and because the movie is so unconventional, it's the first ray of... Sun of sun, light yeah, in the, in and the dark. Like, yeah. Okay, he's going to escape, something's going to happen now, the cops are going to... Whatever. But no, the movie's not no. interested yeah. in that. It's all, it's all, it, it's a regular person on the other end of the phone. It talks to him. I'll stay with me, sweetheart. Yeah, you know, stuff. Anyway, can you tell me? What yeah, happened? and then yeah. it stops talking to him, and he looks at the phone, and it's like a little child. Yeah, phone thing. Those, those creepy little it's the toy demon phones. Maybe playing with him. Yeah, it no, is. it is. Yeah. yeah. So the, the the phone gets this crazy look in its eyes. Yeah, which is because it's like a little phone with a face it's on it. It's that little. Yeah, you've seen him before. There it's are, that little it's a, toy it's a phone. Classic with the, child's toy. Yeah, yeah, with the googly eyes and the. And, and it gets this crazy look on its eyes. Yeah, and, then, and, and Kevin, Kevin is like, goes, how did, did you that? do that? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, poor Kevin. Did he's I so, do that? No, yeah. He's so innocent, right? He says to the demon, did you do that? In like, a, like an yeah. upset kind of way. And I was yeah. like, oh, poor Kevin. Yeah. And, and the entity's like, I can do anything. Yeah. yeah. He's, and I was like, I was like, damn, you, why did you do that to me? I got yeah, so happy took for him. Me, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's, yeah, it's, it's so hard to to talk about the movie because it is so unconventional yeah, and it's, it's also kind of hard to recommend <laughs> yeah and we're we're explaining it but it's just like the movie doesn't tell you anything any of yeah. these things it's just all inferred and and it's Showing so hard to, it's hard yeah. to decipher and we're we're just kind of theorizing about what the yeah. what the movie um was about or what what happened yeah um yeah i i think is there anything spoiler you want to talk about? Because there's like, I want to wrap up non-spoiler after this. Well, that we just went into pretty big spoilers. No, no, but we're going to timestamp it. Oh, yeah, no. Um, so people can skip ahead if they want to. Not really. I think we managed to get through everything. I think that it's a great... Um, oh, and all the photos start disappearing. The people's faces yeah. start disappearing. Yeah. I think that uh, this film is a really great example. Oh, yeah. And at the, at the end, it says like... 572 days yeah and so i guess it's inferred that kevin was trapped here for and a again long time. was he in a coma for that long uh, before he eventually died was yeah. it was it about abuse when you know i don't know yeah i know i need to see director I commentary yeah know. i definitely think that kevin falling down the stairs and hitting his head and the mum and the entity being connected i think those are the two things i'm sure about are that's what the film is a uh, quote-unquote about yeah, yeah. But other than that, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I mean, look, the the one theory I've seen about the mum was that maybe that someone said that the mum might have had some kind of mental illness, yeah. which drove her from the family. So the demon is representative of yeah. the abuse from the parent who's who's not well. Yeah. So it's like that that um, corruption of parental love, you know, which ties into the think, abuse thing as well. Yeah, I definitely think the movie hints at that. Um, but it, obviously, it's not. It doesn't hold your hand. No. Um, so it's like you know the that's why Kaylee doesn't like talking about the mum because maybe she's old enough to remember that maybe the mum yeah. did something bad. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this film's a great example of like an invisible evil presence because it's like it makes yeah. itself felt through like I said every frame of the film because it could be anywhere You the camera might be looking from the perspective of the demonic force itself yeah I never thought of that yeah Um, 
But it's like I said, the fact that you can't see it, the fact that the malevolence is felt all the time, makes you feel like it's yeah. everywhere all at once. Which is what to me and makes it voice, so impactful. Yeah, the voice is creepy as hell, especially when it just says "come upstairs" and yeah. you're like, "Oof, that's." I want to play. Yeah, like when yeah. it says, "Put you know, I want to play." Put the knife in the eye. Mm. That's like more conventional spooky yeah. monster. But when it just says "come upstairs," I was like, "Oh man!" But so, like, what I think is interesting is when we talk about like demonic films, for example, like you take Paranormal Activity or any other um, franchise version. Yeah, it's like it's always like this hard kind of like. Um, mature demonic presence you know it's like it has a it has a plan it has a goal or whatever the the demonic presence well, in this film it's kind of childlike in the sense where it, mm. it's just doing stuff but then it goes i want to play and it, it possesses the child's it's, phone and it's evil it's wholly yeah. evil but i'm like again, it, it seems to be again it could be of, a part of kevin's psyche while he's in, oh, in yeah in a nightmare which explains or the dream or a coma it. yeah like yeah but i think because the mo- the the entity is so undefined, it is it's hard all to speculation, say. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's hard to say what what it's it is or what it isn't. Speculation, speculation. <laughs> it's all speculation. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Um, all right, let's go back into non-spoilers so we can wrap up the discussion. Forty-eight minutes of the raw. Okay. Do you want to go on another break so you can see the waveform? <laughs> Will that help you? I guess so. We'll All be right, right we'll back, be back after this quick break. You're back on the Tuesday Review talking Skinnamarink um, as we enter non-spoiler territory yeah, we're once back. again. We've finished spoilers. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it's definitely a hard movie to recommend, even yeah. though I did enjoy it. Yeah. It's just like... And you, and I can't even we can't even describe it yeah. to people. If, so, if someone says what it's about, sure, you can read them that synopsis about the kids. But it's really not. Uh, I just say a a a. I think I described it to a lady at work as a demonic presence haunts a couple of children and their parents are yeah. home. That's the best I can do. Yeah, but you know even I mean? then, you you get us like that, uh, that anticipates a normal story. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> there's definitely a conventional. Just call it version. the movie's a nightmare. That's a bad. That's how you describe. Yeah, a visual representation of what it's like to have a nightmare. The yeah. mo- the movie doesn't make any logical sense in yeah. terms of a conventional film. It's not coherently told. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is a definitely a conventional version of this movie that would be fine and that people would like. Yeah. But I think the fact that this movie is so purposely disjointed and yeah. it's it's um experimental is is the best way to put it because it doesn't experimental every element of it is is like hipster made yeah and because it is so tied into that analog horror like kind of you know liminal space thing that's so hot right now um yeah i think people that's why people have gravitated towards it yeah um and you know yeah it's got this kind of viral following and and you know like like i said the gen z kind of yeah. audience has latched on to that kind of thing um yeah i think that i would recommend it to people who have an open mind apparently it's very if you as a child experienced night terrors it's very impactful yeah um i've read that also people who have abandonment issues like you know with um parents who have uh, had a tough upbringing that kind of thing uh, apparently it's very uh, successful uh in that regard yeah um so th- like I said, if you meet it, yeah. if you meet it halfway, 
you'll get more out of it, but it's certainly I not. Think, it's not for everyone. Yeah, I, I think like because we've been gushing over it and kind of trying to decipher it, and I think Nathan's just been politely sitting there in the corner. <laughs> but I want to include you in this in this last section because it's just like it is a very polarizing movie. Yeah. I can see why people don't like this, and I completely understand why. Um, and even even I was like, yeah, it could be shorter. Yeah, it's yeah. not it's not particularly, you know, great, quote unquote. Yeah. But it did really affect me, and there were scenes that I thought were effective, and I thought the like dreamlike, nightmarish. Yeah. It was upsetting at yeah. times. Yeah. And because it never lets you out of that state of like what is this movie about who are these there's kids? no breathing room on? there's no yeah. there's no time where your heroes are in the the safe space preparing for the yeah. next battle and because a movie doesn't have a conventional structure or or story or whatever characters it, it adds to the horror aspect yeah. but i can understand like being just being bored with it and not thinking it's scary or i thinking, the uh, jump scares were good the three jump scares are in there but yeah. like i guess I didn't. I wasn't picking up on the vibe so much. I guess with this movie, mm. like obviously the I knew the intent of the movie was meant to feel yeah. oppressive, like a nightmare, kind of, yeah. like a nightmare. But I'm watching it. I guess I didn't resonate with the vibe as hard, and it was just a lot of sitting there watching the TV or watching the Legos or watching yeah. an angle corner, yeah. or something like. Yeah. I was just kind of that bored me a little bit. Yeah, I, if you, I think if they cut twenty minutes out, there would be potentially part of the audience who would start to come back on board there are people who are just like would never get on board with this kind of movie yeah um uh, i will but- say though uh, d- just to defend the movie a little bit <laughs> nathan <laughs> i i do feel like I, I had a different viewing experience than nathan so i watched it in my room on my own for I example watched it, i watched it in the dark with headphones yeah well you're in the lounge room and like mum was like mum da- was around as in well, the dark like- with headphones yeah it, it, i think like- that's why i said watching in the cinema would be the best yeah. way to watch it because it's you can't avoid it there's no distractions yeah it's loud and it's in your face yeah um but a lot of people hated it you know you go on the net and look it up and a lot of people yeah. think it sucks. it's definitely a polarizing movie and i can't understand why people didn't like it but i think for me it was effective yeah. at least for the most part not the entire thing um and definitely could be shorter originally the director's the director's first version was two hours long so you oh. can imagine that <laughs> and i think shutter was just like no no way <laughs> cut out 20 minutes we know <laughs> so i mean yeah it would be interesting it would be interesting though um uh to see to see one to see a shorter version cut down a bit but also just to see the longer version just cause yeah um, i'd like to see I'm an edited version because of the success of the film especially being such a small indie film um I heard that the director and the DOP were recording a commentary track, so I'm hoping it's going to come That'll out be on Blu-ray. Yeah. Can they have the kids voicing their own little commentary line? That'll be fun. Yeah, no, <laughs> I don't think the kids can watch yeah. the movie. Nobody yeah. got to play with these Legos in this yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would like... like I'm kind of interested in watching a Blu-ray and seeing some behind-the-scenes, yeah, especially be for such a small, low-budget production. I'd like to see like, how it was made kind of stuff. Yeah, and it's also kind of inspiring for you know film you know young filmmakers low budget filmmakers is it's like if you do make something personal and creative yeah it has a potential to resonate with a lot of people that's it um and also the radio station coming to you soon yeah <laughs> and also 
Yeah, like, and obviously this movie got lucky. Yeah, um, how many there movies are, there come are, out yeah, every year? There are that so many fail. small indie movies, especially weird horror movies, that don't gain this traction. Yeah, but I think this is just right time, right place, whatever. And I'm kind of happy that this happened. Um, and I'll be looking forward to see what the director Cole Edward Ball does next. Yeah, apparently he's got some stuff. You know, I, now that this, I bet he does. Yeah, yeah. now that this is so <laughs> such a big kind of sleeper hit or whatever. I bet Shudder's giving him a contract. <laughs> yeah, so I would. I'll be interested, and I'll be interested to see what he can do. Maybe not with a quote unquote conventional movie, but maybe with something with a bigger Daylight. budget and more structure, <laughs> where you can see is what's he, going on. Yeah, is he just good at this stuff? And if he is just good at this stuff, that's fine. I haven't watched much of his YouTube channel. Like, it's, yeah, it's more similar sort of experimental stuff, but and it's short, so that's a different thing altogether. But yeah, I'll be interested to see yeah, where he goes from here, what he can do, um, and also if he keeps making experimental kind of weird movies, and they can can continue to be successful, that would be most interesting. To a me. renaissance, yeah, yeah. Because if he just if he just gets a conventional horror movie made and people are like oh that's the guy who made Skin and Rink and it's like a good movie I'll be happy but if he keeps making weird ass movies yeah and they keep gaining traction and they won't all because yeah but that'll be interesting I'm just interested to see I think a Where lot we of people go from here yeah. a lot of people watch this movie and would say this guy's a hack he doesn't know what he's doing it's trash I watch this movie and I'm like this is interesting I would like to see what he does next. Yeah. I would like to see more movies take the risk of yeah, not just... And a lot of it's to do with budget as well. It's just like probably easier to, you know, ADR the dialogue and shoot a corner of a room. Um, but to make something effective out of that and to gain traction with so yeah. many people around the world, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway... Yeah, see it if you get the opportunity to see it. Um, Let us know what watch, you think. Yeah, yeah. probably watch his, maybe watch his YouTube video if you're unsure. Watch Heck, the short film, and see, you know, if you don't like that, then don't bother. Yeah. Um, you can catch it on Shutter though, if you're interested. Yeah, check it out on Shutter. Support the movie. Um, but yeah, it is a polarizing movie, and uh, yeah, you probably won't like it. <laughs> that's <laughs> and and honestly, it's hard to recommend to people. That's probably an honest an honest thing to it's say a challenging well. it's movie not, like I can't yeah. like I can't I can't. other than you guys I can't really think of anyone I could actually go to and say so, maybe uh, you for should listeners, watch this for listeners we were going to watch this at the, on uh, on our home theatre system with our projector with yeah. our projector and James was like you know what maybe not this one just because <laughs> you know yeah, it's mean? so unconventional like, yeah. and weird I'm like I don't think <laughs> so, it would be fun to uh, all yeah, the, get but, all the boys together and have a, have a couple beers and watch Skinnamarink watch Skinnamarink I don't think that's it would have been weird, that's a weird group of people yeah <laughs> um, but like yeah it's honestly it's, it's difficult to recommend and like James said most people probably aren't going to like it which is in, which is an interesting thing to say on a movie review show yeah because like you know like you said poor Nathan's been sitting there thinking that's nah, alright but uh, it, you boys get excited about it it's good that's great yeah where most people probably don't really like it only only people who had terrible childhoods are like yes <laughs> finally I feel seen representation <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah it's it's just it's interesting and, and it, you know there are so many weird movies out there but the fact that this one kind of blew up um, and we were like oh gotta get on it yeah um, and yeah I was surprised I was like I kind of actually really like it it's very yeah, effective 
Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of scratching my head. I'm, I'm like, they're going to have to get the VHS when it comes out. Oh, man. Hey, boutique labels <laughs> yeah, are yeah, doing that stuff idea. now. <laughs> I've got a couple of like, it's like Blu-ray and VHS together. I'm like, yes, please. That's <laughs> I'm never going to watch the VHS, but That's okay. hilarious. If they do that for Skin and Rick, oh, my God. Actually, a good boutique release of this, like one of the American, like, you know, Vinegar Syndrome, one of those weird um, boutique Blu-ray labels, releasing this with like cool little... Uh, trinkets, little yeah. like a creepy little toy phone or something. That'd be cool. Oh my god! If they would... do release it on VHS, I hope it's been copied—a copy of a copy of a copy—so yeah. it looks terrible. You could dub when it. You put it in. Yeah. Actually, I've still got. Speaking of VHS, I still have your guys' VHS player because I was um, digitizing <laughs> oh, yeah, some yeah, old yeah, home yeah. movies. Um, like I could definitely dub it to a tape and <laughs> give it to people and be like, "You have to watch this weird movie." And no one has a VHS player, so they're gonna be like, "What the hell." <laughs> that would probably be the best that would be the best way to watch this movie is just like stumbling <laughs> On across a small it CRT. yeah like 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 the ring or something yeah. like finding an old unlabeled vhs That's tape it. and just putting from, it in just from some cello from the pipeworks yeah. and you just get some i would actually random. like a version of this movie with no credit uh title scene and it just starts and ends yeah and just like f- finding yeah anyway we've rambled on too much and and we're nah. out of time but uh, yeah, interesting, weird, challenging, un- unconventional yeah. movie that I kind of dug. Yeah, same. Yeah. That's all the time we got for tonight, guys. Uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, please like and share the Tuesday Review Facebook page at Tuesday Review AU. And, you and can catch- Instagram, Twitter's same handle. Yes, and Instagram, Twitter. All the socials are the same. Yeah. Um, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back next week. Adios, cousins. Mm-hmm.